Tom Bernard Show with Dave Schrader. Alex Brampernard Rasmussen. Andy Brampernard. Cassie Schrader. And Catherine will be back. She's doing a she's doing a solid for Andy. Doing a solid. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience, and working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Yep, that's called hitting the post. Thank you very much. Thank you, Peter. Um... Remember I told you a couple of days ago that uh, got, several people have come to me and said, oh, yeah, Al Franken, uh, they got uh, Garrison Keillor, uh, I guess you're next. I'm like, what? He said, oh, it's going to be every public figure. There's no mm-hmm. doubt about it. Well, Morgan Freeman has been accused of sexual misconduct by eight women. Sixteen people spoke to CNN about the actor's alleged inappropriate behavior, describing multiple troubling incidents throughout his career. And all 16 people spoke to CNN about Freeman as part of this investigation. Eight witnesses and eight who claimed to be victims. A young production assistant said that in the summer of 2015, while he was working on Freeman's bank heist comedy going in style. Oh, she. It was covered up. The S was covered up. All right. I was wondering where we were going with that one. She was uh, subjected to several months of harassment. She alleged that Freeman repeatedly touched her without permission, resting his hand on her lower back or rubbing her lower back, and frequently made comments about her figure and clothing. Uh, in one incident, he said, Freeman, she said, Freeman kept trying to lift up my skirt and asking if I was wearing underwear. And no one noticed but her. Why would you do that in this day and age, knowing what's going on? Well, this was, what was the movie? 15. It was going in style. Uh, 
Going in. Alan Arkin and uh, him. Yeah, that was a remake of the wasn't yeah, it the yeah. old George Burns. Well, that was just last Jack year. Jack Benny. So yeah, I think so. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, 1979 was the original. I think that might be right. In one incident, incident, she said Freeman kept trying to lift up my skirt and asking if I was wearing underwear, adding that he never successfully lifted her skirt. Alan Arkin made a comment telling him to stop. Morgan got freaked out and didn't know what to say. A senior member of the uh, production staff of the movie. Now you see me in uh, 2012. I love that movie, by the yeah. way. Yeah. It was a good movie. Both good of them tricks. were pretty good. Yeah, they both were pretty yeah. good. You're absolutely right. I love the fact that they had you do a trick at home and it works. Yeah. I love that. I love wonder. Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> well, there is that. <laughs> We've had him on the show, on the KQ Morning Show. He's actually not a bad guy, but he's really weird. Yeah. He's a very weird person. He is. It's true. Um, a senior member of the production staff of the movie Now You See Me in 2012 told CNN that Freeman did comment on our bodies. We uh, knew that if he was coming by not to wear any top that would show our breasts. These are guys we're talking about. Thank you very much. Great to be here. Um, not to wear any top that would show our breasts, not to wear anything that would show our bottoms, meaning not wearing clothes that were fitted. So you couldn't wear any clothes that actually fit. You had to wear baggy clothes. You know, Dave, by the way, that T-shirt really shows off uh, your uh Well, thank you. I've been not shoulder. working out lately. Well, you know, why would you? Broad <laughs> shoulders, you know. Um, we're, we're obviously... Or I, not we, but I am obviously not making fun of this, but it's just, if this went on, why now? Yeah, why wait? I may have an answer for that. Andy, how old is Morgan Freeman, does it say? He's got to be 70. He's got to be late 70s, right? Yeah, I would think so, yeah. He is 80. Okay, 80. So here's something to consider. This is These are brand new allegations. None of these people are from his past part of his career. So this has all been within the last three to four years. Oh, is that right? Right? Isn't that because the last couple of movies are referring to the... Yeah. What about 2012? So six. Yeah. Yeah. So within the last six years, something to consider is early onset versions of dementia. Oh, that's true. Um, mm. We have a good friend of ours, and uh, his father was was the owner of the original business. They now have to keep him away. He's, he's very good with everything, but he has no problems with just reaching over and grabbing onto a butt or... You know, really? uh, staring at the breasts or making comments. It's the trigger is gone. Yeah. So one of I'm, the first things that goes away with dementia is inhibition. Right. So it may be, and I'm, I'm not making, please understand, I'm not making excuses no, for this, but that may be why at this late of a stage in his life, mm-hmm. you may be seeing this. Yeah, maybe. Um, you know, we've heard similar claims with older actors like Ed Asner. We've heard uh, yeah. similar claims with uh, older actors that have done this through, through time. But again, you just wonder, is it truly meant in the same intention? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or is this just somebody whose inhibition switch is, is no longer firing properly? No, that's a possibility. It, it, he would have been, he would have been uh, seventy-four years old in right. in two thousand twelve. So I don't know. I, it's certainly a possibility. I, I, whenever that comes up, I think of a friend of mine. I won't identify him, but he loved his father. His father was a very classy, reserved man. I mean, really classy. And he said he was visiting him one day, and the nurse came in. And said, uh, Mr. So-and-so, is there anything I can get you? He said, no, no, thank you very much. You've been very kind to me, and I just want to thank you for all you've done. Um, But no, I don't need anything. The next day, my friend visits his father. Same nurse walks in, and his father says, what do you want, you fat bitch? (laughs) Yeah. He said, I couldn't believe it that my father would say something like that to somebody. Yeah, they get mean for some reason. Yeah, they do get mean, yeah. 
Yeah, and that that's true with animals too. When they get dementia, they just get really mean for some reason. Like Jude. Because it's like you know you think with humans you could explain it away by saying you know they're like upset at what's happening to them or whatever. But it happens in animals too, and they don't comprehend you know dementia. No. So I guess it's just whatever part of our brain makes us nice is one of the first things that goes away. It's funny, my my friend who was telling me that story teared up and he said if my father knew what he had said to that woman he'd be mortified right and that happens with a lot of people i know i used yeah. to <clears throat> volunteer at mark uh, what the heck was the name of abington house uh, nursing home mm. in illinois where my mom was a nurse oh, okay. but i would go in and read to uh, the, the people that live there or play games with them and it was the same deal you could this guy could be the sweetest guy in the world and then one day you'd come in he acted like he had no clue who you were he was cursing everybody out he would take swings at the nurses and then you come back the next day, and he was placid, happy, yeah. and it just—it's yep. an unfortunate aspect of aging. So I, I just wonder if we'll see if these cases start to build on him now. If all of a sudden we start seeing this dipping back twenty years, yeah, well, maybe the yeah. fragility of this uh, case may fall apart. But I, I would wonder if that's going to take place more yeah, with the older statesmen because Sean Connery, if I remember correctly, coming into the end of his career. He was getting a lot of complaints from mm-hmm. coworkers, misogynistic mm-hmm. it and does sexual seem to be harassment. Like a lot of people over like seventy, right? Because how old's Al Franken? Well, and they're also he's of a sixty-five. He's sixty-seven. Sixty-seven. Um, and early onset Alzheimer's is before sixty-five, so you know technically he's in that range. Oh, good. That's yeah, great. but he wasn't. And again, not making excuses. Oh, that was for the before, guy. yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, this is years ago when he was younger, and he was doing it more as a goof as opposed to. Oh wait, who am I thinking of? The um, Garrison Keillor. Garrison Keillor. Who I was thinking. He of. was in his seventies. Yeah. yeah, he's seventy-five. So yeah. yeah. But what 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 ages were Wasn't people were recent? saying that he did it? Was I'm it recent sure. claims or was it older claims? Let's see. Here. I defended Al Franken. Uh, did your tongue and, burn? And say, yeah, because I can't stand him. <laughs> no. He's an arrogant <laughs> little jerk. But I defended him and said, I don't know that he should have lost the Senate position over, over this. You know, the picture with his hands over, he wasn't touching the woman. She was asleep. She was never going to be aware that he did it. Comedians do that kind of thing. But then I have had about 8,000 women tell me, yeah, well, whenever he takes a picture with a woman, he always grabs their butt. Always. Oh. It's like, oh, that's great. Well, yeah, never well, mind. you kind of get it coming, yeah. Then you got it coming. It's just uh, whatever. But again, I would tell you this. I... I Everybody I talk to that that is a public figure, take pictures. Guys will grab your butt, think it's a joke. Women will do it. People will grab your crotch. I mean, it's just that's it's. I don't know. People think that's particularly smaller town people think yeah. that's funny. Well, and I wonder with the older generation, you know, I, as a dad, you know, I'll have my hand on my daughter's back or something. And I'll rub her back. It's nothing sexual in of nature. Not. So yeah. is this? You know, at 70 years old, is this somebody that's like a, a PA to him that he feels fatherly towards mm-hmm. and he's just kind of rubbing her back and being, you know, sweetly mm-hmm. affection as opposed to trying to slide his hand on the back of her britches or upper skirt? Right. Then we have a problem. So the the rubbing the back, but then all of a sudden they start with the, he wants her to lift up her skirt. And yeah, making, then you deal. start realizing you're getting into something different. But to me, that sounds more like. A mental issue. <laughs> you know, at that point, when you're starting to ask those things, it yep. seems like some switch is not working right anymore. I just thought of something while you were talking. I was over at my attorney's office, and I, I was returning some paperwork. I said, I don't know if you needed the originals or not, so I thought I'd bring them over. And hit, her assistant comes out to get the paper from me. And I hand him the paper. He goes, oh, yeah, this is great, everything. So I, I touched his back. I said, thanks, okay. 
Well, think I touched a guy's back, right? Sure. I just did it literally within the last hour. Mm-hmm. There's nothing sexual about it. It's just in my generation, particularly Catholics, like to touch people. Well, and there's people that just are physically, that's how they show, like, affection mm-hmm. or that, like, they like you is they just touch people. Like, right. I'm a very touchy person. I worked with a gal that, like, kissed everybody on the face. I hate mm-hmm. that. <laughs> And she called, and she called everybody honey or sweetie oh, yeah. and was like the most physically touchy person to like everyone. I used to call women darling, remember? I used to go, yeah, thanks, darling. And it's, but I yeah, feel like. Don't as, do that anymore. As, nope. a, as a woman, you can get away with it and it's not considered sexual. But as a man, I feel like if you are a physically affectionate person, you have to kind of be like, well, I can't be because yeah. then they're well, yeah. going to take it the wrong way. Oh, I know. I was a, I was, I was a cub one day. And I'm stooped down looking at the selection of whatever meat or whatever there. And my wife is standing next to me. And she's got kind of like the jean capris on. This was an ex-wife. Uh, oh, she's standing next well. to me. Somebody else. And she, you know, I turn for a few seconds. And then I turn back. And she's standing there. And I reach my hand over. And I start rubbing her leg on the inside of the thigh. And all of a sudden I hear, excuse me? And I look up. And <laughs> oh there's another God. woman. Oh. And my wife has moved. Oh. And I go, Holy, I'm so sorry. I, my oh, wife was just God. standing here. And my wife turns around and she goes, what, what did you just do? You just she molested goes, a woman. She goes, he was just feeling up my leg and crotch. That's all. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my though. God, I'm so sorry. It's but, like grabbing your mom's leg when say, you're a kid and look right. up and, oh, that's yeah, not that's, mom. Well, it's a little bit different. But it's, yeah. but it's the grown-up version kid, of that. Grab yeah. another woman's. Horrified. Uh, oh, my God. I remember thigh. doing that as a child yeah, and being like, oh, my God. Who are you? Strange woman. Strange woman. <laughs> Strange no, I, I just think the two things that you have to consider all these things, and I also hope all of it's true because women who have been molested, women who have been you know, severely sexually harassed or sexually harassed in any way, I hope it doesn't take focus off of them. That's all I'm saying. I just, right. If it really happened, you need justice. And in his you know. case, his best bet right now is if he's got good handlers to take him into. I mean, it could kill his career, but at least he wouldn't go yeah. for the lawsuits if they just said, hey, he might be dealing with an early onset version of Alzheimer's or dementia. Well, yeah. he's had, I think, the most prolific career in history. So, you know, to end yeah. on that note, that's, you know, I don't think he'll be too sad about having the most acting credits of anyone on well, earth. Well, wow. If he could have gotten any voice work, it would have helped. You know, I yeah, remember really. in the 70s, he was on a show called uh, The Electric Company. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he was yeah. easy reader. He had mm-hmm. the denim shell hat yeah, on, I remember, sunglasses, yeah. and it was cool to read, and that was his big break. And then I remember starting to see him in all these movies coming into the 80s. Yeah. And I'm like, what's easy reader doing in this movie? Yeah, you know? I know. But He's he took off. What a great, and I think. Great actor. Great voice, great actor. Yep. Just a, and a great charisma. So to me, it seems because he's been so respectful in every interview you've ever seen him in, yep. it's really hard for me to see the side of him. But again, you know, we don't know what people do behind closed doors, unfortunately. So, Alex, you're my daughter, so it's weird, and Cassie, I don't know. But why do women love to hug me so much? I'm, I'm t- it happens all the time. Women come up and say, Give me a hug. And they give me a big hug. They're probably just comfortable around you. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, I don't know them. Well, it's like, but they, they know think you. they know. You know how mom yeah. always says that she attracts crazy people? Yeah. Like, you attract, I think you attract, not attract women, but just because mm. you had sisters and you were so close with your mom, I think yeah. it's just something that people can tell about you. Yeah, and that you that, don't, that's probably it. And you don't have any, like, creepy guy vibes at all. Yeah. Well, you also, you've also got to remember, and I have to do this when I go out, too, is 
you and I, we have a unique job where we sit in front of a microphone looking at a wall yeah, most that's of the right. time. That's right. Yeah. But we're talking openly about the loss of our parents. Yeah. Um, well, that's depression, exactly anxiety, part alcoholism, parts of us that connect with other people. Yeah, and then when you go true. out, somebody's like, you're just like me. And they thank you for opening up. You made me feel better. And the way they, they show it is by giving you a hug and just being a part. Because I get that, yeah. too. A lot of times I'm like, you're very affectionate. Mm. And then I forget. And I get these great letters or they know you. They tell man. you in the eyes, man, you've made a difference in my life. And you're yep. like, really? I'm just a goofball with a microphone. But I think that's a lot of it. You've got that kind of. Fatherly yeah. feel and look to yeah. you, and now you're, I do. And you're yeah. very vulnerable. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, true. and it's like as a woman, you probably feel this way too. It's like a guy can walk past you, and you're like, he just is like creepy. Like I don't. <laughs> yeah. He just walked past me, That's and I nice. just got this like creepy vibe. You know, well, women have a good yeah. uh, radar when it comes no, to they that. Don't. <laughs> I do. <laughs> no, you don't. We no, <laughs> just met a neighbor. I'd like to think about that oh, again. With stop. Yeah. My favorite one of all time is when this woman <laughs> kept reaching out to me. I didn't know what she wanted. so I just, And finally, she, she reached out to the general manager and said, I want to know when Tom is going to send me my paycheck. And he said, what are you talking about? Well, I've been writing the script for the morning show now for years, and I haven't gotten one dime, and I'm expecting my money. She actually thought she was writing the KQ morning show. She actually thought she was writing what we I said. I forget the was name of that script. mental illness, yeah, but yeah, I it's a thing. That. Whoa! <laughs> I think it's uh, craziness. Well, well, being yeah, they believe that reality isn't real, and it's like something that they right. made. I don't know. That is true. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company? A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020. To RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. Oh, I brought it up yesterday, so he plays it today. Well, it seemed fitting as we're talking a little crazy now. You're coming to take me away. What was this guy's name again? Napoleon the 14th. Napoleon the 14th. There you go. This, this one was this one of his many hits. This was his many hit. Yeah, <laughs> I figured he had all ones of them. Where life is beautiful all the 
but this song used to freak me out as a kid. Well, it did me too for a very specific reason. Well, yeah, um, yeah. But I'm just auditorily, this song just unnerves me. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, I remember as a kid being scared by things that is the dumbest thing in the world now. Yeah. It's yeah. very manic sounding, just like, oh. It is. Well, you know, and how I was introduced to this, I used to listen to Dr. Demento. Oh, yeah. And it yeah. was on late night in Illinois because oh, he was yeah. on at like 9 o'clock at night, California time, which is 11 mine. So I'd be in there with my headphones plugged in, and all of a sudden you'd hear this in the black din of your room and the, they're coming to take me away. Hi. I know. It's very creepy. Seems like I have a few mental issues to work through myself. Well, oh, interesting. Was... <laughs> well, he recorded it because this was in 66 and we didn't have, you know, stuff like computers. I say we, even though I was negative 20 at the time. Um, What he did is he recorded the song normally, and then he played it back um, on a tape, which he just gradually sped up and then recorded that, and that was the uh, final press. Hmm. So that's Wait how. Wait a minute, run that by me again? Well, because the song slowly speeds up over the course right, of the thing right. and then goes down and up. So he did that by recording it onto a tape, which he then messed with the speed of. Oh, and then he recorded would literally that. Physically grab it? No, I mean, but he had oh, like so a he recorded the recording yeah, as he exactly. was manipulating it. Yeah, oh, it's kind of like kinescope for uh, music. Yeah, it's interesting yeah. the kind of like stuff that people had to go through in order to make very simple effects uh, before we had computers. Yeah, well, it's like Fantasia. Some of those effects are so cheesy and dumb by today's standards, but back then they Scary. had to go through like. They had to make special uh, cells that were, like, made out of some semi-translucent material and all this kind of stuff. Whereas today, it's like you open up, you know, paint, and you just draw on the screen, and there you go. Yeah. There is a very, very lucky state trooper in Texas. Is that the guy who was accused of... Yep. Yeah. Sharita Dixon Cole, a 37-year-old woman from northeast Texas, was pulled over early Sunday by a Department of Public Safety officer who suspected her of driving while intoxicated. The story Dixon Cole spun afterwards was alarming. She claimed the trooper repeatedly told her he wouldn't let her go in exchange for sex. He would let her go in exchange for sexual favors. I won't let you go in exchange for sex. I'm <laughs> yes. not that kind of man. When she said no, she claimed the trooper sexually assaulted her, according to a statement Monday from her attorney. Her story was widely, widely shared on social media, aided by social activists and blogger Sean King, who recently brought attention to the New York lawyer who made xenophobic comments about Spanish-speaking employees. Sean King is a New bad York. person. Yeah, Sean King is a bad person. More me now. Yeah. Uh... This system was not designed to protect us. It was designed to punish us. And for it to do anything other than that, we must force it to work on our behalf. But on Tuesday... Yeah, how'd that turn out for you? Yeah. The Texas Department of Safety released nearly two hours of body camera footage that starkly conflicts Dixon Cole's claims, while parts of the video are blurred or inaudible to conceal Dixon Cole's personal information. It shows her being pulled over and asked to take a sobriety test. She's then handcuffed and transported to the Ellis County Jail, where she's charged with a DWI. She was released Sunday night after posting bonds. So he did absolutely nothing. This Everyone is exactly what I'm believed her. This is exactly what I'm talking about. People who are so disgusting that would do this when it actually is happening to some women, it, that pisses me off more than anything. Well, there was footage, I want to say it's two or three years ago, where the state trooper approached the car, smelled weed, asked the guy to get out of the car. Mm-hmm. The guy is refusing. He's body mic'd and doesn't realize that the camera from the patrol car is watching the whole thing. Oh, God. And he's just politely, sir, I just need you to get out. I'm going to call for backup. And we could do this much quicker if you just get out of the car. Let me talk to you for a few minutes. And the guy's being belligerent. Finally, the guy gets out of the car and goes, 
oh, you're going down for this. And the cop goes, what are you talking about? And the guy turns around and starts smashing his own forehead. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Car. I've seen that, yeah. And, yeah, and he's, oh like, banging God. his head. He's, like, screaming, stop it. Stop hitting me. And the cop's like, sir, just, Paul, what are you doing? And this guy's throwing himself all around. And he gets done, and the guy's standing there with blood on his forehead. And he goes, uh, you are going to get sued. And he goes, I don't think so. You see that thing on my dashboard? That videotaped your whole little rant, and it was just the greatest footage. And the, and the cop is, like, laughing, and you see all these other cop cars start swarming in. And the guy's just like, oh, jeez, my life is over. Yeah, what they're well. going to have to do is figure out how to go about it, but people like Dixon Cole should do jail time for making Yeah, absolutely. No he yeah. Tried, she tried to ruin his life. Well, well that's, ruin his that's life. slander exactly. and libel. It is. Right? So there's a civil case right there. Yeah. And then you're also impeding a law enforcement officer. That yep. should be jail time. I agree. But there's no specific law against that kind of thing, but there's going to be soon. I can guarantee it because it's happening more frequently. It's making things up, saying that someone did something where they didn't. And Well, you know, how is that right. any different than me calling in a bomb threat or a scare? Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Because to me, yeah. you're, what you're doing is you're messing with law enforcement. I and now it's going to take agree. It's going to take tens of thousands, even though the videotape is clear. It's going to take tens of thousands of dollars to have uh, internal affairs go through all of this. Mm -hmm. Just make sure there's no problem. Give their reports. Report it to the courts. This woman should be responsible for every penny of that. If she doesn't go to jail, she should be responsible for every penny of what it's going to take to investigate those claims. Couldn't agree more. You can't do this. Again, to serve the women who have been assaulted. Because we're going to get to the point where people aren't going to believe anybody. I mean, that's the problem here. Well, it's already kind of getting there. Yeah, it I'm already kind Every claim you hear, you're yeah. like, mm, uh, did it really? Yeah. I know. Well, you're absolutely right about that. It's. I really wish people wouldn't do this, but human beings have no problem now destroying other people's lives. Yeah. I mean, I just don't understand that. Well, fatty Arbuckle. Fatty Arbuckle right. happened, happened to him. Happened to him in decades, ago. yeah. A hundred years ago, that was. Almost. There's always been bad people. Well, it's true, and it's always about money, too, because that was a money hunt, too, Oh, she it? made a lot of money off that. She would, like, go on, like, tours talking about her experience. And it never happened. Hmm. Or, wait, it, no, it was it was her friend, because the woman was dead. Uh, she, like, overdosed or something. And then her friend said Fatty Arbuckle did it, and she went around making money off of it. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just don't do that. Let's serve the people who really need our help instead of just everybody who wants to make a claim. It, I'm not saying don't come forward if something really happened, but don't be making stuff up. Just get evidence. Well, evidence would be good. Any evidence you can get. That'd be a good thing. The Robertson men's signature long beards are apparently under contract. In an interview, Alan Robinson revealed that we all used to cut them off after hunting season, but now <laughs> since they are such big stars... Is that show still on the air? Uh, who are these? Are these Duck, Duck Dynasty? Duck Dynasty. Ah. Hmm. Is that still on the air? I don't think I thought so. it came to an end like a season or so ago because the, the old man couldn't oh, shut yeah, his mouth. Oh, yeah, Uh-oh. You, you just said I thought it came to an end about a year ago. Mm-hmm. The next pi- picture, it says sexual abuse. Oh, my God. Oh. And is it the old man, Cy? I don't know. In the 2015 book, The Good, The Bad, and The Grace of God, What Honesty and Pain Taught Us About Faith, Family, and Forgiveness. Why don't you have a little longer name for your book there, Jep? <laughs> Do you know why they're doing that? Hmm. <laughs> for search words. Hmm. So if you have, oh, if it's like Tom sense. Bernard, Keyword the Tom stuffing. Bernard story, but if I'm looking up 
Um, you know, I want to find Honestly, somebody that's been in radio that's handsome and powerful. And, but, you know, then you put the, the story of the true story of the handsome and powerful Tom Bernard radio magnet. Yeah. And Where that just gives more part? ways to, to <laughs> I'm just, you know, you're you're making stuff up as you go along. You're my wife's boss. I got to be nice. Right? <laughs> I'm not your wife's boss. Believe me. Duck Dynasty then why do you keep end? threatening to fire her? I don't get it. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> just right. You're out, Cassie. Just about a year ago. Yeah. So I don't know how they could be under contract still. Yeah, I don't know that either. In any case, Jeff Robertson opens up about being sexually abused as a child. Jeff admits that an older female classmate also was the other way around. Right. Became violent and sexually abused him when uh, when he was six years old. God, it's I just uh, the children thing. That's another one. What are you doing? I just will you leave animals and kids alone? How about that? That'd be good. Well, how old was the older classmate? Doesn't say. It just yeah. says he was six. Okay, so if she was older, probably a seven or eight year old, right? Mm, if it was a classmate, yeah, maybe. Yeah, not that you know, not that that makes it okay, but I don't know if even the kid has right. a real understanding. And if if she did, that probably begs a, a bigger question of what was happening to her at home. God, I remember one time at Cleveland Park up on, it's still there as a matter of fact, it's up on uh, Russell and Lowry Avenue in North Minneapolis. We're standing around the warming house, but it was summertime. We're just kind of hanging out there. We that's where we hung out just about every night for a while when I was a kid. And this woman, that wasn't a woman, it was a girl, she's probably about 16 years old, marched up to one of the guys we were with, yelled some at him, and kicked him right in the crotch. Ooh. He went down, oh my God, I'll never forget that as long as I live. Uh, that really? must have hurt so much, I don't even know how to describe it. Is the guest on the line? Um, oh, sorry, I'm dealing with this. You oh, know. sorry, I thought I heard Center point is... At my house, and you know, I thought mom was there trying to make it not explode, all that kind of thing. Well, that'd be good. Sorry, I thought I, I heard a thing. I didn't want to. No, we have not gotten any good. calls. All right, sorry, well, I didn't well not yet. Oh, that yeah, it should it should have been by now, shouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, well. No big deal. I I, I just uh, I don't want to deal with that anymore. Anyway, there, that story went on and on and on before it got to what it actually was supposed to be dealing with. But well, and I think when they were talking about their beards were under. Uh, under contract, I think they had to re- they had to be a certain way. It was funny, you know. I went to like a World of Wheels show once, and one of the celebrities was up there, and his hair was all crazy and stuff. And they're like, "Well, you didn't put any." He goes, "I literally cannot do it. I have to have a union rep oh, do my yeah. hair." Oh yeah. And he said, "And she didn't make it in in time this morning." And I, I said, "What?" And he goes, "I can be fined tens of thousands of dollars if I don't do my hair the way that I'm supposed to. So I have to either leave it natural." Or have them fluff my hair. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's bonkers, isn't it? Uh, it's rather interesting, I will tell you that. There's no question. And hopefully that'll only last about three minutes, Andy. Yeah, it should. Okay, that's good. Because we only got about three and a half minutes left in this But it's segment. funny, when you do TV, how they own you and own your image oh, yeah. and how you look. That's oh, why. Yeah. Remember that, that girl that played Felicity? What the heck was her name? Carrie Russell. Oh, yeah, Carrie Russell. She had that big... Her kinky crazy hair she cut her hair their, their ratings went into the toilet and the the studios were going to sue her for cutting her own hair i'm going to sue you for cutting your hair damn it yeah i need justice in america that's all i have to say to you justice justice i say yeah i don't know i it, i don't know all of this stuff i don't know what we're gonna, it seems like every story you pull up now it's sexual assault sexual harassment sexual abuse it's man there's a lot of stuff going on, apparently. I just, I don't know. I, You know, I remember growing up, and again, 
I grew up in one of the worst neighborhoods. Well, it is the worst neighborhood in the state of Minnesota. I, I suppose there's one over in St. Paul to match it, but I do not. I, I that's not true. There's one incident I remember. Uh, a guy sexually assaulted a girl that we that we. But I never heard of any other ones. Hmm. I never heard of them. Uh, I, I is this. It's epidemic. It's epidemic. Right I think now, that's what it on. is. It's just epidemic. There, there are so many women. I, I don't know. Bad. I, I don't know. I, I can probably say, I know you mentioned the other day, you've heard from probably about 12 people in the last couple of years 11, that, yeah. that yeah, have been raped. And yep. I think going through my life, I think I could probably count on one hand the women I've met that haven't been. Really? Yeah. That's, Jesus. Ah, oh, man. Well, you know, a lot of times people put themselves, again, I'm not saying they deserve it, but they put themselves into uh, bad positions. Trust. Or, yeah, you know, choose to be with the wrong person, do something, you know, even though they see that this person's got a predilection of yeah. violence. Yeah. And then those type of things happen because there's the the feeling that I want to take care of you. I'm going to make this better. You're not going to be like this with me. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I do know what you're saying. But I... uh my mother, my two sisters, uh, no. I mean, if anybody would have touched Alex, they would. They'd be about fifty feet under, not oh, yeah. just six. Just from me, you wouldn't have yeah. been involved. <laughs> you what? Oh my God! If anybody ever tried to touch me, I would murder them. I know you. I know you would, but yeah, you probably shouldn't let me know. That's true. It's not good. I'll end up in the who's. Cow. I would tell you because I murdered somebody. <laughs> yeah, it, it wouldn't I, be yeah. daddy, daddy. This happened. It'd be yeah. daddy. I need a place to hide the yeah, body. Like, yeah, <laughs> I've killed this man. Please help me. We'd see, as 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 uh, Nick's walking along the farmland, showing the pastures, we'd see the humps in the ground from the burial sites <laughs> yeah. back no. back in the old days. That's it would right. Not pan out for that person. Because yeah, you were what sixteen when we moved in the Golden Valley. Sixteen or seventeen. Seventeen. I seventeen. Think, yeah. You got everything cooking, Andy? Well, yes. Well, I mean, cooking in a good way? Well, yeah. Hopefully not I have an electric stove, so. From your gas leak. I thought that. it was your dryer that was the problem. Well, yeah, but you cook on a stove. Yeah, and if you've got a pilot going and... But, yeah, leaks, the, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's just a flare fitting behind my dryer, of course, because that's always what it is. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, yes. Why do they design it that way to, so it has so many problems? It's just a failure point. That's just, you know, nice. the nature of pressurized systems i understand ladies and gentlemen we are here darkness dave's here alex is here Catherine will be back the mom you're gonna be coming back for the second hour i would assume so it sounds like they're about done there so andy and cassie are here and we'll be right back in just a couple of seconds tom bernard show just like all of you i had been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it was as great as everyone says well i received my first my pillow and i love it is very comfortable, stays in that same exact position all night. Fantastic. Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, has a very special offer for Tom Bernard Show listeners. MyPillow is offering more than 50% off his four-pack special, which includes two premium MyPillows and two go-anywhere pillows. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first MyPillow. If you already know how great the MyPillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. But make sure you use promo code TOM. Call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. That's 800-516-5146, promo code TOM. 
This is Tom, and I want to tell you a story about camping. A guy named Tim, his back pain, and his angry wife. You see, Tim went camping with his family, but he aggravated his recurring back problem a couple of days before when he was golfing with his buddies. His wife had to set up the campsite and do all the heavy lifting, and Tim couldn't do a whole lot with the two kids. Tim was not a happy camper. And neither was his wife. The following Monday, Tim's wife got him an appointment at Hopkins Health and Wellness Center, a DMR method clinic. Their team of physical therapists and chiropractors figured out what was really wrong with his back, quickly got him out of pain, and taught him how to keep it from coming back. And what did Tim say was the biggest benefit of finally handling his back problem? Happy wife, happy life. DMR clinics are a group of physical therapists, chiropractors, and allied medical spine specialists that can help you feel better fast. They have a 96% success rate. It's covered by insurance, and you don't need a referral. They have convenient locations in Hopkins, Woodbury, Rogers, and Blaine. For a free consultation, go to dmrmethod.com. That's dmrmethod.com. We are back. Our guest is having issues getting yeah, in. Yeah, I don't contact. know why. She's calling the number and it's apparently not going through. So. But I called it and Whoops. it went through. Yeah. So who knows? And I just erased my my stopwatch. Well, I mean, I've got one going. I can show okay. you. In any case, I, I just uh, I should explain to people the reason I get back a little late once in a while. I am on the Nutrimost program. Lost 52 and a half pounds so far, Whoa. right? In the past um, what? Um, three weeks. Well, you do 40. Three weeks? Yes, the past three <laughs> weeks. You gain, you lose weight so fast. I do. It's I ridiculous. lose weight. Really, but the only problem, and it's not a problem, it's just you have to be vigilant. Uh, part of it is drinking a lot of water, and they want me to drink 130 ounces of water a day right now. Which of is water? or Of water. That's a not sparkling Crazy water? Amount. No, like, just water. Sparkling water. water is still water. Yeah, it's still water. We just but got carbon in it. The problem is that I had my last drink of water probably about an hour and 15 minutes ago, and I've had to go to the bathroom three times. <laughs> it's like, man, you store it up. Because that's... Well, 130 ounces. Oh, it's like 11 10-ounce bottles. Of, it's 16 8-ounce cups. This is 32 to here. So 32, so I'd have to drink four of those, a little more than four. Well, about yeah. four of those. Oh, yeah, because like it ends up when you fill it. Yeah, four so it's like of a those. gallon of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah 144 that's... ounces. Yeah. I'm really bad at you. drinking water. It is good for you. Helps it, it lubricate does... those joints. i got to get back into the water. i just got to start chugging it. Water is There's good so for many you. good things. No it pumps up your, your yeah. skin cells and makes everything healthier and better. And... I only I'm drink really... Sunny D all day. Sunny D. I'm really bad at drinking water. See, like throughout soda, my day. Purple stuff. Sunny D. All right, mom. Sunny oh, D. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I haven't had Sunny D in God. I don't even know how long. Oh, what is like... Sunny D? It's just orange juice, I think. No, but there's probably got... like stuff in it. Yeah. It's like Tropicana. <laughs> it's it's it? like orange flavored sugar. Water. Water. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mixed with maybe. A, I mean, it's thicker though. Than it's the McRib of juices. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just water, corn syrup, and two percent juice. Ugh. Well, there God. you go. Did you? I, I don't mean to interrupt. Did you say you saw a movie? Because I'm looking for something to do this. Oh week. yes, that's right. What have you I got? did saw see a movie. A movie. Alex, I movie? saw. I was supposed to see Tully, but then I ended up seeing Life of the Party. What's that? That's Melissa McCarthy's. Movie oh yeah, that's right. Life where of the she party. goes yeah. back to college. That's right. And it was way better than I expected. 
I had low, very good. She's I had lost low a lot of weight going in with. <laughs> how were those yeah, she has lost a lot she's of weight. Yeah, she looks weight. really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there were two points in the movie where I was laughing so hard I was crying. Really? Yeah. Which doesn't happen a ton. She's just well, such a, a great thing. physical comedian. Yeah, she is. But like, there's the point where she has to give a public speech and she's afraid of public speaking and her body is just like shutting down. <laughs> and my friend that I went with, we both were just like, we had to take our glasses off and we were like, oh my God. It was so funny. But there was a trailer for but. a movie, which I think you'd like that movie too, dad. But you like her in dramatic roles. And she's in this movie called Can You Ever Forgive Me? Ooh. And it's based on Lee Israel writing or forging letters and selling them. That. Yeah. I didn't know that Lee Israel did this either. Who's Lee Israel? Yeah. The Who? author. I don't know Lee Israel. Is oh. this the Million Little Pieces guy? Or is that a different? No, no it's a woman. Oh. Um, Who's Lee, Lee Israel? Israel wrote... She, she wrote profiles of people like... Um, she Famous. was a freelance writer for Esquire in the 60s yeah. and 70s. She wrote, she wrote some biographies. like Catherine Hepburn and Estee Lauder. Estee Lauder, yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. And then she wrote a memoir called Can You Forever Whatever. Can You Ever Forgive Et cetera, Me. Et cetera, et yeah. And then, I don't know. I don't understand what this woman's life is. She, nobody cared about her anymore and then she started forging these li- it's based on a true story and i was like i did not know that leah Israel did this oh in her book she confessed her crimes yeah she did she forged all these letters and sold them and they were all fake and then she got caught and it's like about that whole process and i was like my dad would love so this. she only confessed after she was caught no, I think she was because the well the movie is based on the story and in the movie it looks like she goes under investigation and stuff like that. I think she ends up getting so she's caught. going for a serious turn. Yeah. Can you ever like, forgive me? What's in, what is yeah, it? Yeah, can you that ever can blow up me? on you pretty good. Some movies yeah. that you know I like Adam Sandler serious movies I thought were good. Yeah. Will Ferrell did one. Uh, Everything must go. I think it's called, and I was like. I don't know, two minutes from putting a noose around my neck after watching that movie. It was the <laughs> darkest movie. Oh, my God. And it's about, he's just like, his wife just throws him out and throws all of his stuff out in the front yard. So he just kind of oh. sets up the front yard like the living room and just kind of lives there and makes friends with this little neighborhood kid. And it's all about his mental breakdown facing the end of his marriage. And it's not funny. They make it look funny from the commercials, the way they cut it. Oh, yeah. And you watch it and I was like, oh my God, this is so dark. Oh, this is just horrible. Uh, but some we, of their movies just don't translate well when it comes. Look at uh, yeah. Continental Divide, Belushi, one yeah. of his last oh, movies. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Not a great movie. No, it was it, not Trying a great to take movie. him out of what he was good at doing and then putting him into something. And I know comedians don't want to be pigeonholed either. They want to show that they've got a bigger range. But sometimes I think you got to pick the, the flicks right. And I think Sandler's actually done well. I've, I've appreciated his serious movies more than I've appreciated the dumb comedies he's done. I agree. That Our one guest movie, is on. Though. Oh, could we move to the next hour? Because we only got about five minutes left, don't we? Uh, we have about ten. No, we, started we don't have late. ten. Yeah, we started late. Mm. Yeah, we have yeah, ten. We're at about eight, yeah. eight to nine right now. But oh, I mean, are, if you okay. want to call back, um, we could do it. We, you want? If you only want to do ten, we could do it now. If you want to do fifteen, we could call back in about twenty minutes. It's up to you. Are, are you talking to me? Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, I'd like to the more the merrier for me. So. 
Why don't I we do that? Call you back. Yeah, call us back in about 20 minutes, and then you'll have the full 15 minutes. That'd be good. Or how That's many good. minutes, Andy? It's about 10, 10, 10 so. 15 minutes she needs to call back, right? Yeah, 15 okay. minutes. 15 minutes? 15 yeah. minutes would be perfect. Thank, thank you. Okay. That'd be great. We'll do. Thanks a lot. Okay, bye bye. See, that's good. She was very nice. I wonder why she had so much trouble connecting in the first place. No, did you did you see the other Melissa McCarthy movie that's coming out? I just saw a commercial yeah. for this, and I don't know if it's a joke or not, but it was so well developed. I, I I guess it's a real one. I don't know the name, but it it basically has this kind of Roger Rabbit feel, where this is what puppets life. The happy are, time murders. Yeah, the happy time murders. This is what puppets' lives are like when they're not on stage, and they're cops and they're burglars and they're real. And she's like partnered with this this puppet who's a cop, and they're trying to solve a crime. It's just the weirdest looking what? premise. Yeah. Didn't was it Bill Murray that did something like that with the gopher? Well, that was uh, Caddyshack. No, 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 no. <laughs> that was no, Caddyshack. No, what was that? There was a movie with like a puppet or something. Groundhog Day. Was, there was uh, Mel Gibson did one called The Beaver. Oh, oh the Beaver. Mel yeah, Gibson. It was Mel okay, Gibson. Right. Yes. And that was a Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster brought him back. Right. Um, but no, the uh, it just looks bizarre. The Happy Time Murders. It almost sounds like it's a parody of the that movie, the Will Smith movie with the orcs and all that stuff. Whatever it was called. Oh, Bright. Yeah. I, I because don't know. their um, puppets I, coexist with humans and they're second class citizens. Um, the puppet and Melissa are uh, both cops, and they're trying to, you know, solve a murder. And it's a, it's a it's very got that similar very Judd Apatow, mm. filthy, immediate in your face humor. Mm. Yeah, um, they show this bizarre sexual scene with two Muppets, and then the aftermath. And it, the commercial we can't play on air at all. It's totally not safe for work, but it is. I just watch this, and I'm like, what, Melissa McCarthy? What have you done? That is very yeah, exactly. Odd. Yeah, I guess you're stretching those <laughs> acting gills. I don't know. That's oh my. I thought she was brilliant in Bridesmaids. I love that yeah, movie. Yeah, she was the best. Has she played a different character? Well, she was actually, I mean, she was... Well, she was like, in, um, what you call it, with Bill Murray. St. Vincent? Yeah, St. No, Vincent. That was really she was amazing good. in that. Yeah, she was really good in that. Yeah. Is that a serious take? Yeah. Yep. And really good. I mean, she yeah, was really, she, really good. So was Bill Murray, by the way. He was very good in it as well. I love Bill Murray. So well, she much. did that movie with Jason Bateman that I thought, because I love Bateman. He's funny. But very good. That, like, it was that stolen identity movie, and that was just really, really yeah. hard to power through. Yeah. yeah. What's that one? A, a game Night. Have you seen Game Night yet? Not yet. You were Bateman? saying the other day, it's really good. It's really fun. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was very... And he's really... Everybody's really good in it. He's, he's terrific. In he's it. one of those kid actors that just... Came out swinging. You know, he was on Silver Spoons. He was Ricky Schroeder's best buddy. Oh, okay. Then he went, or I think he was kind of his arch nemesis and turned into his buddy. Then he went off and did some other show where he was the lead of it. And then he went to the Hogan family or whatever that show was, uh, Valerie. Valerie Harper show. And then she got oh, kind yeah, of yeah, a pain yeah. in the ass. So yep. they killed her off and they kept yep. it on as the Hogan family. <laughs> That's nice. She became a pain in the she ass. She did. I guess she was really tough to work with on that show. She's and then, so easy to interview. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And then she, uh, then he kind of faded for a while. But, man, he came back. And he's he's just got that charm, that easy yep, charm and, and really good timing. He's very, very good. There's, yeah, no getting around. Everybody in, in that movie is good. And they they uh, they did bring back Arrested Development for a third season. Is that correct? No, this is like a f- fifth season. What's oh, fifth it? season? Yeah, after a long hiatus. Because I think they did three seasons. Then they did a Netflix season oh, two years okay, ago, okay. and then this is the next season. Yes, of that. it is season five. Yeah. So it is season five. So so it's the second season on Netflix. Right. Okay. And everyone hated the first Netflix season. 
Oh, yeah. they did? Yeah, it wasn't great. Really? Well, they, they did it a different way. And like I think we were talking the other day, they said that mm-hmm. uh, they green screened part of the act because they weren't always together. Oh, yeah, that's right. And that's then right. it was like the same story. It was like a Groundhog's Day story, but it was told like one episode was from Tom's perspective. One was told from Andy's perspective. The next episode yeah. was told from Alex. And it was just kind of like, yeah. I don't want to see everybody's, how it weaves through. And I know they were trying to be f- thinking outside the box, yeah. which is what made the show successful to begin with. trying too hard. But I guess this new season, they're back on track with how they okay, good. they did it. I haven't seen it, but I will watch it. I, I It was a genius show. I can't believe it didn't get further. But to me, it seemed like a kitsch show that maybe should have done three or four seasons and then called it quits. Was that ABC? Mm-hmm. Was that on no, ABC? Fox. It was, it was on Fox. Yeah. Okay, Fox has a, a major problem with series. Well, now they, yeah, brought, they do. They brought Jeffrey Tambor into this again. Oh, right. After yes. his sexual allegations, because I, I think they yeah. killed his show, uh, Transgender, or what was it called? Oh, Transparent. 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 Yeah, they killed his show, I think. I'm yeah. pretty sure. But he's coming back to Arrested Development. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I heard. I heard that whole thing. Who was it? Was that? Yeah, it was. Who the hell was it? Was uh, Jessica Walter was saying that. Uh, Somebody screamed up there. It might have been Jeffrey Tambor. Yeah, it was. So she, she was saying that he was screamed at her constantly and drove her crazy, but she kind of, in a very halting fashion, either she was about to cry or she was pissed off or whatever it was, but saying that I forgive you for because you harassed me verbally, yelling at me all the time. Hey, now. Yeah, hey, Hank Kingsley. Now. Hank Kingsley. He there, was yeah, so there. good. In he that was role, amazing man. in that was a, role. The Larry Sanders Show. What hey an amazing... Now. And that was kind of the first office, right? That kind yeah, of like your yeah, your so. like a reality show walk, watching behind the scenes of the, yes. the TV show unfold. Jeff Cesario was one of the writers. That's on right. That. Yeah, big yeah. and Gary Shandling, man, that he had just a spark. There's, I, I, yeah, that was, was a sad deal. That was a really. What did he die of? I want to say it was cancer, wasn't it? No, or, no he had uh, something with his heart. Like yeah. uh, who? I think one Gary of the Shanley. arteries in his heart just ruptured or something. Yeah, like really? That. Yeah. Boy, he was funny. He was really, really funny. Well, I loved his uh, pulmonary Gar- embolism. Yeah, mm. I loved his Gary Shandling show. Yeah, it was. Which it was kind of good. broke that fourth wall all the time. It did, yeah. So it was like a sitcom, and then he talked to the audience. It was very Ferris Bueller feel to the whole thing. But he had great people on there, and he had uh, Gilda Radner. I think that was her last TV oh, appearance. Oh, her last TV appearance. God, that was another one. She yeah. was so good. Roseanne, Rosanna Dana was very funny. <laughs> I, I listened to her audiobook biography. She recorded it like a month before she died. Oh, did she? And you hear the story. What just a, a hot, neurotic mess. <clears throat> oh. But what was really weird was to hear her tell her story. And then I'm a huge fan of Gene Wilder. I went and yeah. listened to Gene Wilder's autobiography. Right. So he's telling the same story once he, you know, he tells how he got to where he was. And then he talks about meeting Gilda. And then you remember what Gilda's version of the story was, and then you hear what Gene had to go through. Right. And right. you're like, oh, my God, it's it's amazing yeah. that both of them survived that for as long as they did. I think that's very true. Hey, look, I, I can tell you, that whole Hollywood thing, I don't know how people stand up under that stuff because it's no. extremely stressful. There's always somebody always somebody picking at you that needs something. Yeah. You know, whether it's sexual abuse or it's I need you to do this or screaming at you or what. It just isn't really unhealthy. I'll never understand why people take the lead from a Hollywood anything. Those are not normal people. I'm sorry, they're they're not normal. I mean, look at Leonardo DiCaprio. Has his choice of any woman on earth, pretty much. And he goes with a 19-year-old. It's like, what? A lot of guys are like that, though. They want the youngest, you know, the... 
Well, it's a, it's a. Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah, you know me. I. It's a, uh, like base instinct kind of thing because the younger yeah. women are going to produce uh, better offspring, which isn't necessarily true anymore. But back that's then, what attracted to me my wife for birthing <laughs> hips. Yes, that's birthing that's hips. the woman that could pass my child. There is the a lot of men have that, uh, right. that uh, primal, you know, thing going where it's like it's all about. The kids. What kind of kids you can get? I suppose. Uh, I have to go because Dave's playing Taco. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking celebrities. We're putting on the Ritz. <laughs> They're putting on the Ritz, man. We'll be right back. Very special guest, Dr. Elena George, joining us right up to this. That's her full name, right? Yes. Dr. Elena George. Yeah, it is. She will join us in just a couple of minutes. Part two, Tom Bernard Show.